Hey, this is Doug, the founder of Veteran Cast. I just wanted to invite you all downtown on December 5th from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. for a casual gathering over a beer and a uh, smoky barbecue meal provided by Nameless Catering. Uh, we are getting together and we're having an event called Tech Warriors. And we're, uh, we're really proud to announce uh, this initiative along with the Speakeasy, the Veteran Services for Indianapolis and, um, and Mayor Ballard, uh, who is uh, part of the Indiana Veteran Services Committee. But the Speakeasy is starting a new membership, uh, $25 a month for, uh, any veteran with a, a valid you know, veteran ID and, uh, and to join the speakeasy, become a member, become an entrepreneur, start their business down here and, uh, and, uh, or just get a job in technology. But it should be an exciting event where we merge the technology industries along with the veteran, um, community, uh, to, to really drive some of the talent home to our tech community here in Indianapolis. I hope you join us once again. It's downtown on December 5th from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. Uh, that's right above the Hard Rock Cafe, uh, on Meridian Street. And, um, just look online. I will have a, uh, I'll have a link on this post and, uh, where you can go and registration is absolutely free. So come out for a great barbecue and a, and a beer. On today's veteran cast, we are going to be talking to Eric Thomas. He's the first vice commander of University Veterans Post 360, uh, the American Legion, who is actually on the IUPUI campus. The mission of Veteran Cast is to educate, inform, and improve the lives of veterans in our community. This is a podcast hosted and produced by veterans in order to serve our sisters and brothers at ease. Hey everybody, welcome back to Veteran Cast. Uh, this is episode number three. How's that, Eric? Nice. nice. <laughs> Eric, uh, I have across from me Eric Thomas because it was a short walk over to over to the Speakeasy. But Eric Thomas, uh, he's the first vice commander of University Veterans Post 360, the American Legion, uh, and we wanted to talk to Eric uh, a, a lot just about uh, uh, history of American Legion and then, of course, uh, some of the history-making of your own post that, you, that you're on there. Um, part of this, for people listening, part of this veteran cast is really an education. I think a lot of people walk around assuming that we all know what an American Legion is and what they do. Uh, and most of the time, uh, our perceptions are not correct on, on what they're for. So I was, you know, I, I told Eric when you, you asked me, you said, what do you think it is? And I said, all I think of is old guys drinking beer and, you know, weddings on the weekend. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So, um, so could you start maybe just with a little bit about the history of the American Legion itself? Sure. Um, so the American Legion operates on four pillars, um, and those are veterans affairs and rehabilitation, national security, Americanism, and children and youth. So each program that's inside of the American Legion is giving back to veterans under those four pillars or yeah. columns or Whatever silos, whatever you want yeah, to call them. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Legion was chartered um, and incorporated by Congress in 1919 as a patriotic veterans organization devoted to mutual helpfulness. 
Um, this it was right after World War One, um, and the first Legion post, so Legion Post One, is in France, um, oh, wow. which is where it was. Uh, the American Legion started. Um, it's um, and it was chartered chartered by Congress. Mm-hmm. So, so from that standpoint, is it a government organization or a private nonprofit? Or? It is a five hundred one c nineteen. Okay, which is a veteran right. run, and charity. it's uh, it's the one. There's a few different veteran uh, designations, and it's yeah. the one that it's it's a charity, but they're allowed to have a seat. Um, they can lobby basically. Right. So. Right. Um, every year the American Legion has a scheduled meeting with, uh, whoever the president is, um, that they, they uh, get time to talk with the president yeah. and, um, impress upon, uh, the seated president. These are the values that we're looking to achieve this year. So, oh, that's fascinating. um, so the, the, and there's a new commander every year with okay. the American Legion. So it's. It's always a new face yeah. talking to uh, the president, you know, four times or eight yeah. times, whatever, whatever the case. Oh, that's cool. Um, and so, yeah, so from a from a financial standpoint, is it a self funded, you know, organization, or is there assistance from from government grants or anything like that? It's a self, yeah, self run. Wow. Um, as far as I know, so there's several levels of the American Legion as well. There's a, a national level, uh, a state level. And then depending on the state, it's either a, a district or a county, depending okay. some some states run a county-based leadership and some run a district-based. Uh, here in Indiana, uh, we're district-based. Okay. Um, so the Indianapolis area is District 11, uh, and that is uh, the the district that I am also serve as an adjutant, uh, which is like the secretary um, for District 11, which covers, I think – I think it's all of Marion County, and it might leak a little bit out the sides based on where posts are. Okay. And, and then below district is each post. So yeah. in each post runs within the framework that the American Legion has established, but you can kind of do your own things as long as you stay inside the framework. Okay. And part of that is, you know, you were sharing with me, uh, you know, a recent trip that you went on and everything else. So part of that, it isn't just, hey, we go to a weekly meeting, <laughs> you know, it's it's that it's a participatory, it's a social, mm-hmm. it's, you know, uh, it, uh, and, and I'm not sure if it's volunteering or, you know, whatever, whatever, what's all encompassing, you know, in the culture of the American Legion. Right. So that's kind of the nice part about the American Legion is um, there's different levels of, of involvement you can have. Um, being we're a smaller post, um, most of us that are active, active, uh, are in officer positions. Okay. Uh, so at a bigger post, uh, you would have more, more Indians and, and less chiefs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, percentage wise. Uh, but ours, pretty much everyone that's active in ours has a, an officer role, um, just for function. So, um, and then, you know, the American Legion sets out of, you know, this is the slate of officers each post that have. Well, but if you're super tiny, then one person might be doing three or four sure. things on there. So, um, and then you, you can also like, oh, I'm going to be busy this year. I don't want to be in office and, and because uh, elections happen every year. So, oh, so positions awesome. are, are rotated pretty, pretty um, regularly. That's good. So you're not, you're not wiping people out. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
<laughs> so uh, actually, uh, our first one of our founders and first first commander, I believe she was when when she started the post, is currently she she worked in different positions within the American Legion at the state level and the national level, and so she's taking a little break. She's getting a little yeah. American Legion overload, so she's taking a little break right now. Um, if from officer positions and stuff within our post, that's really so, great. But, I, I yeah. can't imagine that the the demand for you know um, helping veterans out is getting any smaller, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys need need people. Well, when and and to be a part of the American Legion, uh, is it you know active veteran? What are what are the uh, requirements? Oh, let me get my little. He's hand, breaking out handy his handy dandy pamphlet. <laughs> Because it has a there's a specific eligibility because the American Legion is the largest veterans service organization right FVSO yeah, yeah. veterans service organization of wartime vets so okay. they have specific eligibility yep uh, and basically you just had to serve during an active wartime so you know first world war second world war um, the one where it gets tricky is like uh, let's see eighty two to eighty four. 89 to 90 right. and then 90 to present. Yeah. So that that's the kind of trickier grayer area. Yeah. Uh, after, after Vietnam, you know, there's like, I think Grenada is one of those. Yeah. And yeah. So <laughs> it, it, it gets tricky with eligibility. Uh, but as long as you served one day of active duty, Within those time periods, yes, and if you're, you, you're qualified. Well, I, there really isn't a non-combat medal that everybody has. There's national defense. I guess. Mm-hmm. So the, I think that's only given out during times of, yeah. So that, that's but, usually an easy indicator. If yeah. The national defense medal year. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. Is one of the few that I have, I had a very yeah. short stint. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I, well, one. what's funny is I was just, I shared a picture uh, today, today we're taping on a Thursday, but, but I taped, uh, I, I shared a throwback Thursday of me in the Navy 200 pounds ago. Uh, and, uh, and what's really funny is I'm in my dress blues and I, I literally have no ribbons and I'm, I'm an E5. Well, I, I was decommissioning a ship and then went to an LST within 10 months. I had four rows. Nice. <laughs> you know, it was, it was, it was desert storm and desert shield and it just went, you know, crazy on, on that. But, but yeah, it's, it's too funny. Too funny. Yeah. For the Air Force, we had, I had the uh, Air Force education medal. Which means you went to tech school. All right. Yeah. Check. Good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the National Defense Medal. I think there was, I yeah. might have had a third one. I don't remember what the third one was, but yeah. I, I, I was stationed at off at Air Force Base and, and took care of a communications system. Um, that was super duper boring. Yeah. Uh, and that was it that yeah. I served during, uh, during, uh, just after Desert Shield, Desert Storm. Uh, when we were going through tech school, actually, they were finishing, finishing up the, the storm portion. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so that's, uh, and then they had the, the ongoing stuff. So we were before the September, uh, the nine 11 yeah. and then, yeah. but after storm. So we were in a, a nice boring time uh, of service. Well, that's, uh, uh, us veterans are really proud of those boring times. Yeah. <laughs> We'd rather have those <laughs> contrary to popular, you know, uh, thinking. Um, well, and talking about you personally. So, uh, it was fun uh, talking before the show that you didn't have an American Legion history. No, right. I, I, I like you had a similar perception that the American Legion was, 
a bunch of stodgy old men in the smoke filled back room playing poker and yeah. drinking beer and complaining. Like that's yeah. that was literally not that that's not a goal. My of mine. Permi- yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but that literally was my perception of the American Legion. So when I got out, and no one really was like, "Hey, you should join the Legion," and this is why. It was like, "There's an American Legion." Right. And then you drew your own conclusions. So I didn't even consider it. Plus, my service was cut short. So I had a lot of feelings of, do I even belong in the veteran community? So it was yeah. kind of, uh, uh, I was kind of torn on that too, uh, since I didn't fill my, my complete, um, it's agreement. funny. I've had a couple of kids that got out early and they're like, no, no, I don't, I don't. And yeah. I'm like, no, no, you still serve. There were, there were, yeah. there were uh, quite a few years where I struggled with even the word veteran. Like, yeah. I don't know that that means me. Yeah. Um, and then talking to this person when I was joint was thinking about joining the American Legion post on campus when it was first established. She did a lot of the same things. No, yeah. you belong. You're a veteran. Exactly. You served. You signed the contract. Yeah. You know, it's, so that she really helped me with a lot of those. You, you know, it seems to be a, a prevalent attitude. Even even let's say even if you finished your you know four years or six years or or or, or if you were an officer and 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 finished your tour and everything else, but it, there's a pride to there's a pride to the veterans that oh I'm not a veteran that needs help, so I'll stay away. And and the yeah. and the I still have never been to the VA hospital. See, and, that, and so if Never. Matt Hall was here, he would yell at yeah, you for that. I know. No, I yell at myself. I tell I tell veterans that we're trying to help through our post. I'm yeah. like, oh, you got to get there. You got to get there. And then like, oh, when did you go? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we have we <laughs> we already bad. have national listeners, but in Indiana, we are truly blessed with a above average VA um, here. Uh, and, and I mean that everything that I've heard from people that have been treated there is, is just absolutely first class and it's been amazing. And what people don't realize is that the budgets are already made. They're already set. The the resources are already there for these veterans that haven't come in and registered yet and everything. And so, so the, the, there's a, there's a reverse problem, you know, you need to come in and you do need to register. And so, um, well, well, let's get back. Let's get back to, uh, the story of how you are running an American (laughs) Legion. Right. Um, so, um, I, I worked at IUPUI from 2006 until present. And, uh, in 2012, I think it was January. Yeah. Early January. Maybe it was December of 2011. I'm not sure. Anyway, right in that time frame, um, there was an email sent out to all of, uh, IUPUI staff saying, no, there's an American Legion post that's been established on campus and they're looking for members and, and people to, to run an office and help out. And, uh, it was about the time where I was getting, uh, really involved in the indie social media stuff. And I was like, that's kind of missing. And the social media stuff is like a veteran voice. This yeah. might be a good opportunity to provide a voice for that. And, uh, so I emailed, uh, who they had listed as the contact. Her name was Kim Mezger. Um, and, um, she, we talked, she, like I said, she got me over some of my, am I a veteran? Yeah. Um, and, and I really felt like I needed to give back to veterans through this. Like, so that, that really helped me get over my, am I a veteran yeah. by, by giving back to veterans. I felt Absolutely. more connected. Yeah. Um, and, uh, she listed 
the positions they had open. Uh, the one that sounded cool to me was historian, uh, which sounds old. Uh, <laughs> they need to update the the titles because we got well, You guys are coming weird. up on your hundredth year yes. anniversary, mm-hmm. so that's, there's there's a lot of history there yeah. to to learn and disseminate. Yeah. So historian, yeah, was the position, and it uh, basically the words she put to it. So she was an English major, so she had. Very, very flowery words. But uh, it was like, tell the story of the post and through pictures and media. And and I was like, man, that sounds cool. And to put like a, a more modern twist on it, you know, do some social media stuff, yeah. website stuff. I, I'm, I, I work in tech. Uh, I work on servers. And, and so the whole tech angle was really attractive to me. Um, so I ran for a position, wasn't able to come to that first meeting in January. Um, but apparently ran unopposed, so I was elected in. <laughs> Yay! Uh, and uh, so then we started having meetings to talk. The The post itself was chartered uh, November 2011, um, and then we had to establish our bylaws, so I was, we were, I was involved in that process. Um, and through that process, um, some of our officer positions weren't really pulling their weight. So uh, at that time, I volunteered to be the adjutant of the post, and I served in that role for three years. And uh, that, that, the adjutant role is basically the, the heart of, of any American Legion post. They do all the paperwork, all the interfacing with the district and the state um, processing paperwork, uh, membership cards, all of all of the the internal minutia stuff, um, yeah. taking care of uh, reports that had to be sent in, things like that, um, was all all ran through the adjutant. So I, I served in that role uh, for three years, um, and then uh, we had some member turnover uh, because being being associated with a college campus, uh, sure. when people graduate. And get a job in Seattle. Yeah, it's hard for them to stay connected um, to an American Legion post here. So, right. um, and then we were tightly, initially tightly integrated with the Student Veterans Organization at uh, IUPUI. But as they graduated out, we lost some relationships um, directly with them. So it was hard to stay in contact. Um, they had the same problems we had. People would graduate, institutional knowledge would leave. Yeah. So they were kind of lost for a few months until they, the, the people that are running it get reacclimated to Yeah, you, you're functioning. probably the opposite of every other American Legion where you know people live in their hometown and there's a Legion down the street and they live there for 40 years and go for 40 years. You're 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 churning students every single year. So yeah. that's fascinating, which, which is – Honestly, refreshing too, mm-hmm. right? That you guys probably have a culture with your post that's unlike any other out there, right? Initially, yes. Yeah. Uh, what we have settled into, however, uh, is uh, staff and faculty have become kind of our basically pillars. I guess you could yeah. relate to to um, the American Legion and having their pillars. But uh, as a staff member myself, I, I'm not going anywhere really. Yeah. So uh, I've been there since 2012. Uh, we've gathered a few other people that are really interested in 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 the post itself and our staff members. Yeah. Uh, we've had faculty members join. I think one of our founding members is a faculty member, and he's still with us. Um, 
We had our first death in our post, which oh. apparently a lot of the other more traditional posts yeah. experienced that a lot. But right. for us, it was we're like, what? Yeah. Um. So that was different for us. But uh, it was a, a staff member at IUPUI, uh, Terry Simmons, uh. passed away last year, the year before. I forget when Terry passed. But uh, so we we've we have now some staff and faculty that kind of. Do, a good foundation. do the yeah. foundation yeah. work and then then students come and come and go uh occasionally um when we have veteran tables at like veteran week at IUPUI and we we do the same at Ivy Tech on occasion as well um we'll get some new student members then and and try to get them engaged in what we're doing so that they'll stay and and, and help other veterans yeah. that are younger than them too. That's that's the other thing that we've we've had a lot of is our, the older vets that have join that join us really have a desire to help out younger vets. That's that's definitely that's the reason why this podcast is here too. Is I felt the same way. I felt ten years. I had a successful business. Everything's going good, and all these guys are coming back kids honestly mm-hmm. coming back and I'm sitting here going what am I what can I do to help these guys and you know there's a, somewhat of a feeling of helplessness right mm-hmm. you know if you're not affiliated with a legion or anything like that even if you are just yeah <laughs> yeah it's, yeah and it's so overwhelming and so so you do get that you know I definitely wasn't you know my first 10 years out of the navy I wasn't walking around going I'm a veteran you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But as you start to get into your later years, you start looking at these guys coming back and they've got problems and they need help mm-hmm. and and ladies too. I don't want I when I say guys, I just mean shipmates and, you know, and and everybody. But but you start to think, well, I've got some time on my hands what, or some resources, what could I do to help? And so I I love the fact that there's organizations like this and 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 I love the fact to hear that you're, you know, growing. So yeah. that's always a and, and that's always a, a a really positive thing to hear. Mm-hmm. And and we've uh, helped the university itself. They have a, an office of villi- uh, veterans and military personnel, OVMP. Um that was super small initially and has been growing since um, since our when we get established and uh, they've moved into an upper floor. They're no longer in the Harry Potter suite. They yeah. were in the Harry Potter suite in the campus center <laughs> underneath the escalators. Uh, so what you say to them all the time. Oh, this is a sweet Harry Potter suite you have here. <laughs> uh, but they've they've since grown up. All yeah. grown up, moved up to the second floor. They've got a really nice nice area now. That um, adds more like a, a student lounge. So, because one of the things that we've found with student veterans, right, they're a little bit older yeah. than the, the your standard college right. kid that's just straight out of high school going into college. And so, there's a bit of a culture clash in classes. Yeah, you know, you get put in teams, you know, groups for classes and stuff. And here, here you are, you know, you're back from Afghanistan yeah. or wherever you were, and now you're sitting here with this this fresh <laughs> fresh college kid that doesn't get it and, He's in a and bad mood it's just like line for cool. their latte was a right little. <laughs> right and 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 uh so so they've established some of these places and we we've uh we've helped to um establish like some study groups and stuff where where it's veterans with veterans nice. and you can kind of get it you know yeah. you don't have to um the the first world problem things yeah. don't don't, <laughs> yeah. don't th- those tend to grate on veterans a bit more like when people are like oh my god yeah I can't believe the Wi Fi is so slow like yeah. all right slow down yeah, there's, was, there's we, other problems <laughs> we, we talked on the last episode with uh, 
uh, guy Tom Purple Heart, you know, recipient. Uh, and I went and saw the the their movie was No Greater Love, an amazing documentary. If you get a chance to see it, but one of the guys said when he came back, you know, he was at Starbucks standing in line with people his age, and they were all complaining, you know, that the line was so long and everything else. And he was literally like the week before he had to walk 50 yards to go to the bathroom, like with his gun, you know, he had to go away from it, you know, in a bucket, you know, and, uh, and he's sitting there just shaking his head going, Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I can't imagine. So culturally that's gotta be a huge support, you know, for, for those students over there. That's gotta be incredible. Yeah. And then the newest development that, that we're kind of involved in the adjutant of our post uh, is the director of the campus center. He's, he's in the leadership of the campus center. Oh, that's campus. awesome. And he has, uh, he's the president of our brand new, um, staff, faculty and staff veteran council. So we've established a veteran council. There's, uh, more than 500 veterans that work wow. at IUPUI. So, wow. um, that's awesome. So he's trying to connect that community. It's another great thing about Indiana, the central Indiana. I, I think I think it was Matt that told me that Indiana is the number one city for veteran employment. You know that that uh, unlike other places that might you know veterans don't have a place at the table here, they really do. So that's that's awesome to hear. It was one of the reasons I worked. Uh, I applied at IPY was they had a, a preferential veteran situation. That's when, fantastic. When when I was filling out a bunch of applications when I moved from Nebraska. Yeah. So, so for a, for a student, let's say a, a fresh student, you know, he's a veteran came back from the war and he walks up to the American Legion table. <laughs> what is, you know, what's the compelling, you know, membership? What, what is, why, why is he going to take and, and absolutely join this organization? Sure. So, um, the, uh, everyone always touts the, the four pillars, but for, for our post personally, um, we, we tend to every everything we raise since we don't have a facility um everything we raise goes back into veterans issues so um we usually do either two to three uh lunches or dinners at uh, HVAF the Hoosier Veterans Assistance Foundation um and and uh I think the last one we had was a cookout um and we just brought food Cooked out on the grill, yeah. hung out with these veterans that are going through, you know, homeless issues, addiction issues, yeah. um, and just had some fellowship with them, uh, hung out. Um, we, we assisted HVAF in, um, getting this grant and assistance from, I think it's Keller Williams, um, and kind of helped out with that project in redoing their, their kitchen common dining room area and awesome. fresh coat of paint, fresh cabinets, yeah. redid their storage for them. Um, it's really overheated room. So some extra ventilation oh, things in there and stuff. So, uh, really helped out with that. And then, uh, we also do, uh, in, involved with children and youth. We do, uh, flag retirement ceremonies for a Cub Scout unit. Um, my Cub Scout unit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have done, uh, we do Veterans Day Parade every year. And I always, we always try to connect with other veterans yeah. and be like, hey, so this year, uh, one of, a guy I went to high school with was a Navy veteran. Um, I just put on Facebook, hey, marching the Veterans Day Parade. Any veterans want to go with me? Yeah. And he was like, oh, That's just cool. anyone can march. And I said, hey, man, it's your parade. Yeah. 
It's <laughs> it's your parade. I, I'm offended that you haven't marched it yet. So uh, I drug him along uh, with his Veterans Day first Veterans Day parade to march in, and uh, and he it was a great time. Too cool. It, it's never like a crazy parade. Yeah. Like people everywhere, but it's it's usually pretty well attended. Yeah. And uh, you know everyone's you know it's another thing about waving Indiana, flags right? and yeah. Parades are a thing yeah. here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, so we do that, and uh, we also do a um, uh, flag folding ceremony for elementary school. Usually sends me an email and asks if we can do a flag folding, and then they uh, donate that flag to a specific veteran. Usually the last two times have been World War II vets, which has been oh, amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Ah, too cool. That's awesome. Well, uh, where where should people go to to get a hold of you uh, or or to the American Legion? Sure. So the Legion is legion.org. They have a very a very simple yeah, URL. Is. Ours is uh, Le- legionpost360.org. Uh, we're also under on Twitter and Facebook with Legion Post 360 as the as the name. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much the best way. Our website's kind of out of date. Because the guy that does it's kind of lazy, uh, but uh, <laughs> he pointed to contact. Himself, I did, I did, I did point to myself. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we the English major lady was was going to be our content creator, and then I was going to be the technical guy, yeah. and she just hasn't had time. And and I, it's tough. N- no good with words sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's tough. Well, uh, for uh, any, I, I mean, any parting wisdom for everybody listening? I mean, so if you're in central Indiana, obviously this is a fantastic post. You were saying too that there is another post in town, uh, that's a, that's a historically black American right. region. Yep. In, in district 11, we have, uh, a, a very interesting gathering of posts. We have, um, an all women's post, post three, 438, wow. uh, is just women. Uh, post 249 historically is an African American post. Um, that is too cool. Uh, gosh, there's a post. Uh, which one is that? 186 uh, holiday um, has a, a super rich history. They're also a paper post now, okay. but they have a super rich history. Um, gosh, I can't think of. And by paper highlights. post, you're, you're oh yeah, for sorry, everybody listening. Yeah, sorry. That's, <laughs> that just means that you don't have a building. That's right, which is an advantage because you they, don't have to. You don't, don't have that overhead. Yeah, there's advantages and disadvantages. Yeah. So the advantages we don't have overhead. Um, the disadvantages there's not a gathering place. Right. So right. it, it kind of can cut both ways uh, as far as, uh, as your membership does. But uh, yeah, the second Wednesday of the month actually at uh, Hotel Tango, and we might add a. A second location uh, yeah. as far as a, a rotation, but uh, currently the second Wednesday of the month uh, we have a Veterans Social Hour at 6 p.m. at uh, Hotel Tango in Fountain Square that uh, we invite all veterans to come uh, here near downtown. And, and Hotel then, Tango is veteran-owned, veteran-owned cool, business, so. yes. Yep. And uh, then the uh, the hour following that we do our our post meeting as well. So if you want to see what a post meeting looks like, it's uh, it's pretty. Boring, but it's uh, we have a good time with it anyway. So, <laughs> so anybody, so anybody interested in joining could obviously just show up and yeah. and and participate. Love and to have you. you, and then sign the paperwork. Mm-hmm. So, uh, from a cost standpoint, to be a Legion member, sure. So, membership dues can vary by post. There is a, a national number, which is fifty dollars, uh, that they recommend, uh, and then fifty dollars every every year. So, so, yeah. and then yeah. some posts can. 
do more or less depending on the programs they have. Right. So ours is 50 because so there you go. So for the good. price of 10 lattes. Right. So right. <laughs> that's, that is an unbelievable deal. Yeah. So fantastic. Well, I, I, Eric, thanks for coming out. I, I think, uh, everybody uh, go to legion.org too. You'll find a lot of information on the history of the mm-hmm. legion there as well. And the good that they're doing. But if, if you're a veteran, if you're an older veteran, obviously this is an opportunity for you to give back to your community. Uh, if you're a young veteran, veteran, this is obviously a great place to get support, right? Um, so thanks, thanks very much for joining us today. Please visit VeteranCast.com for additional information. Subscribe to our podcast, and we'd also appreciate a review. God bless you, and God bless America.